Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode. Welcome to another episode of Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. I am your man, Captain Will. Make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure you subscribe to Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will so I can continue. I can continue to bring that gospel, that gospel of Gamecocks every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now rocking with the best. And since you're rocking with the best, come rock with your man, Captain Will, hey, we got a good one today, y'all. We got a good one today, y'all. We are talking about replacing Camila Cardoza. Camila Cardoza is out. Camila Cardoza is out against Missouri, and she's also out against UConn. Two big games. One game is huge. Another game is big. We are talking about replacing Camila Cardoza. Doza. I need everyone to, if you're not uh, subscribed to uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, make sure you do that. Make sure you, uh, wherever you get your podcast, subscribe. Uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Um, follow me on Twitter at Gamecocks Talk. Follow me on Instagram on Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. I appreciate everyone rocking with your man today on a Monday. Beautiful afternoon. Love it. Just so amazing. Camila Cardoza. Camila Cardoza, our six foot seven beautiful queen who's going back to Brazil to compete for her uh, uh, national championship, a national a national team, hopefully make the Olympics, hopefully get that Olympic uh, medal. And we wish her well in all her endeavors. We do. We do. And, and replacing a player, the caliber of a Camila Cardoza is so difficult. It is so difficult. It's so difficult. You're talking about a, a six foot seven senior, six foot seven senior who was the number one uh, ranked center in her class in 2020. Overall, the fifth ranked recruit in the class of 2020. Okay. Average 24 points, 16 rebounds, nine block shots her senior year in high school. Now she came over to this, came over uh, from Brazil to United States when she was 15 years old and played in Tennessee. And now, now you just tell me that. Tell me that. What what kind of uh, uh, rude awakening, what kind of shell shock she was coming from Brazil to going to, to the South in Tennessee. But she matured. She got better as a person, as a basketball player. She she signed to Syracuse uh, and played her freshman year at Syracuse. Then came over to the, the great one, Don Staley. Came over to the University of South Carolina and she has been playing better and better and better every single year she's been here. Her sophomore year averaged 13 minutes, five points, five rebounds. Okay. Sophomore year. Her 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 junior year, 19 minutes a game, 10 points, nine rebounds, two block shots a game. And she was named SEC six woman of the year. Senior season. Senior season averaging 25 minutes a game. Averaging a double-double, 14 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, three big block shots. This is Camila Cardoza, who will, will be missed. She will be missed on Thursday. She will be missed on Sunday. Huge games, y'all. Huge games. And, we, I mean, Camila Cardoza has the opportunity to, to, to win a medal, come back, have opportunity to uh, win the SEC regular season title, 
has the opportunity to uh, uh, win uh, another SEC uh, tournament championship and possibly get another national title. But with that being said, we have some candidates to help fill that position that Camila is leaving as she goes on back to her country. Okay. We have some players who've been waiting and, and we have some players when, when an opportunity presents itself, they can't wait to jump. They can't wait to, to put everyone else on notice because, uh, uh you know, no, sometimes, a a setback or, or or a situation is bad in one way, but it's great in another way. It's great in another way. Ashton Watkins took advantage of opportunity when when Chloe was was sick and missed Thursday's game and balled out and balled out. The first candidate to replace the 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 twenty twenty five minutes the the 14 points, the 10 rebounds, the three block shots is Ashlyn Watkins. It is Ashlyn Watkins. Ashlyn Watkins from Columbia, South Carolina, from the crib, from the crib, Ashlyn Watkins. Ashlyn Swatkins, so many different nicknames. My opinion, the, the uh, best defender on this team, my opinion, the best defender in the SEC. That's not hyperbole. That's not making stuff up. I believe that Ashton Watkins is the best defender in the SEC. Okay. So Ashton Watkins from Columbia, six foot three. She was the number four ranked post player in the class of 2022. 12th ranked overall. McDonald's All-American. You know, so many accolades. Uh, 21 points, 16 rebounds, three block shots as a senior. Also led her, her, her volleyball team to a state championship. You know, so 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 you see that jumping ability. So the jumping ability that we we see in basketball also was uh, uh, shown in volleyball. So special, so special, so athletic, so athletic, and, and much like many freshmen on this basketball team, unlike others, South Carolina is different. Most freshmen on this basketball team, there's a uh, almost like a wait and see period that you're not going to just get thrusted a whole bunch of minutes because players ahead of you are better. So Ashton Watkins is much, much the same way. You know, her freshman season, 11 minutes, 11 minutes a game, five points, three rebounds. Okay. But the athleticism uh, was apparent last season, her first season with, with, with South Carolina, you know, did that dunk against Clemson and, and, you know, it was everywhere. Went viral. You know, it went viral, but Hey, yo, yo she won the McDonald's all American dunk contest too. So Ashton Watkins has that talent, has that jump ability. Okay. And, but she 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 got better, got stronger, all those different things. And then coming to her sophomore year, she started looking like the player that we thought she was going to be when she was recruited to South Carolina. You're talking about 20 minutes a game, 20 minutes a game. That's a big jump, y'all. That is a big jump to go from 11 minutes to 20 minutes, double. Doubled her minutes played. And the SEC play, she's been playing even more. Okay, but 20 minutes a game overall through 21 games, nine points, seven rebounds, three block shots. With Camila Cardoza gone for a couple of games, Ashlyn Watkins will get not 20 minutes a game. No, 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 because we're trying to fill 25 minutes a game 
for Camila Cardoza. So, so uh, of those 25 minutes that Camila Cardoza has been playing, I definitely believe that uh, uh, eight, nine minutes of that, probably not, let me, let me change that up, nine to 10 minutes of those uh, minutes that Camila Cardoza is getting, that's going to be Ashlyn Watkins' time. I believe against Missouri and against UConn, you're going to see Ashlyn Watkins playing about 30, 31 minutes a game, okay? She, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. And I believe and, and, and if she stays out of foul trouble, which she's been doing a good job over the last two, two to three basketball games, I think she's going to excel against Missouri. I think she's going to excel against UConn. I believe that wholeheartedly. You, given, you give Ashlyn Watkins 30 minutes a game, 30 minutes a game, okay? You getting double doubles. She's has back to back double doubles in SEC play. I look for that to continue. I look for that to continue against Missouri. I expect the expectations has been risen for Ashlyn Watkins. I expect her to get a double double on Thursday against Missouri. All hands on deck, y'all. But Ashlyn Watkins is going to lead the charge in replacing the production of Camila Cardoza. I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe that wholeheartedly. I think she's a better uh, rebounder. I think she's a better shot blocker than Camila Cardoza. She doesn't get as many easy baskets as Camila Cardoza, and she doesn't have that six-foot-seven presence and long arms, but I think she's definitely more athletic than Camila Cardoza. She's a sophomore. She don't have that senior experience that Camila Cardoza, but I expect her to ball out, ball out on Thursday first and then continue to ball out on Sunday. Ashley Watkins, your opportunity awaits, sister. Let them know who you are and get that third straight double-double in SEC play. Now, I, I, I want to emphasize like the third straight double-double because Ashlyn Watkins is not playing 35 minutes a game. She's not playing 36 minutes a game. She's playing about 20 minutes of basketball game. Okay? 20 minutes of basketball game. In SEC play, about 23, 24 minutes of basketball. Okay? So those double-doubles in my mind, those three uh, block shots in my mind means a lot more because you're not playing as many minutes. But she's not the only one. Ashlyn Wack is not the only one who's going to produce, who's going to uh, uh, seize the opportunity to play with increased time. The second one I see is Chloe Kitts. Chloe Kitts, who, who was sick last week, last Thursday, didn't play in that basketball game. Still look like she's trying to get a win back up uh, from yesterday's game, but she'll be fine. She will be fine. I expect Chloe Kitts, who was the you know 17th ranked uh, overall player in the 2023 class, six foot two four from Florida, who would have been a McDonald's All-American, but she chose to arrive on campus early and 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 celebrate her uh, ascension to greatness. Okay, Chloe Kitts, her freshman year, and I say her freshman year because you can't really say you can't really say freshman year because she only played a semester. She only played the second half of the season last year. Only played second half of the season. Average about seven minutes per basketball game, two points, two rebounds. We knew that she had to gain some weight, and she did. She gained some weight last season. 
you know, having to work with uh, uh, Molly during the offseason, gained about 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. And we look forward to her doing the same this offseason of growth. Because, ladies and gentlemen, she's been on campus for 13 months. She's been on campus for 13 months. For all intents and purposes, Chloe just became a sophomore last month. Okay? And the ascension, the acceleration, the, the growth that she has shown from her one semester freshman year, we saw from the beginning of the season this year. First in the starting lineup, that's something that should not be uh, uh, just glossed over, okay? But she's a very talented player, was a talented player in high school, 19 points, eight rebounds. Won a gold medal in the 2022 FIBA. Very talented player. Very talented player. Played play for Team USA this, this past summer. Chloe Kitts is an exceptional basketball player. And you got the, 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 the sophomore, if you say it. 19 minutes a game. 19 minutes a game, y'all. 19 minutes a game. Averaging 10.6 rebounds. And what I like mostly about Chloe is two assists. The high-low high game of Chloe and Camila is exceptional. Exceptional. They find a way to find each other in the basketball game. They find a way. They find a way. Chloe's averaging two assists. Uh, Camila's averaging a little over two assists. It's so nice to see great passing, great size. And in her 19 minutes of play, uh, uh, I see she getting more as well. She getting more as well. So, so do not be surprised if you see Chloe play 24, 25, 26 minutes on Thursday. Don't be surprised. I expect it. The starting lineup that I envision is uh, Chloe and Ashlyn Watkins starting. That is what I envision. That's what I believe Coach Staley is going to do. You're going to start Watkins at center. You're going to start Chloe at power forward. Okay? But there's also a scenario of the final player who I believe is going to make the most of their minutes, increased minutes, because of Camila Cardoza. And we're talking about Sanaya Fagan. Now, Sanaya Fagan has been balling in limited minutes over the past, let's say, seven basketball games. Seven basketball games. In SEC play, she's been balling. She's been balling. She has started showing what she is capable of, and she's also showing why she was the fourth overall player in the 2021 recruiting class. Fourth overall player, okay? She was the, she, she is a six-foot-three forward from Georgia, was the fourth overall player, was the number one forward in the class of 2021. Average 19 points, 10 rebounds, four block shots. Sensational player. Played for Team USA. So so many accolades for Sanaya Fagan. McDonald's All-American, first team All-American, so many things in high school. But it has taken her some time to get her footing playing for this basketball team. It has taken her some time for her to uh, 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 um, for everything to come together, 
for everything to come together. And it takes time for some players. It takes time for some players. Our freshman year played about four minutes a game. Two points, two rebounds. Sophomore year, double the time, about eight minutes a game, five points, two rebounds. This season, averaging about 13 minutes a game, seven points, three rebounds. But in SEC play, she's averaging about 10 points per basketball game. Okay. Yesterday, she had 10, 10 points in 10 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know about Sanaya Fagan, you will over the course of this second half of the season, okay? Sanaya Fagan is if is, is the most offensively talented post player we have on this roster. She has moves on top of moves down low. And this is a huge opportunity for Sanaya Fagan. Coach Staley said it herself when she found out that Camila was going to go play for Brazil. She started doing extra cardio. She knew she was going to get more minutes. She knows she was going to get more minutes. And you're not going to see uh, Sanaya Fagan playing about 13 minutes uh, over the, the next couple ball games. You're not going to see that. That ain't going to happen. What you're going to see is a good dose of Sanaya Fagan. You're going to see about 20, 21 minutes of Sanaya Fagan against Missouri. You're going to see it. She has to get it. She has to, to get that time because she's six foot three, y'all. She's six foot three. So, so you gotta. You, and I spoke about the scenario that you have of 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 uh, Ashton Watkins starting and Chloe Kitts uh, starting. You know, six foot three, six foot two. What about a scenario of Sonia Fagan starting at center and having Ashton Watkins start at forward and have Chloe mix it in and and, and spells of a, a, a spell in both of them? Yeah. How about you have Sonia Fagan and Ashton Watkins starting and then you have Chloe come in for Ashton Watkins and then you got Sonia and Chloe and then once uh. A Fagan comes out, you put Watkins back in. It's so many different scenarios that we're going to see in this ball game for those three players. I also expect Sakima Walker to get a little run as well. Okay. She's going to get some run. She's six foot five. She's going to gobble up a few minutes. But the bulk of those minutes that Camila Cardoza is, is, is uh, uh, leaving for Carolina players, those 25 minutes of basketball game, 25.3 minutes of basketball game that Camila Cardoza played. Ashlyn Watkins, Chloe Kitts, and Sanaya Fagan are going to make the most of that opportunity. Going to make the most of that opportunity. Can we replace the production of 14 points, 10 rebounds, three block shots? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. I believe wholeheartedly we can uh, 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 take care of that production because. It's the next woman up, y'all. It's the next woman up. Camila Cardoza, five-star recruit, number five in her recruiting class, sixth woman of the year last year, most definitely going to be first team, all SEC. Her 14 points, 10 rebounds, three block shots, going across the pond. But I believe that you're going to see a dominant, Watkins, you're going to see Chloe Kitts playing like she was playing before after she has recovered from that sickness. You're going to see Sonia Fagan continue to play well with increased minutes. But what's paramount? What is so vital for this basketball team? What is so vital for this basketball team while Chloe is gone? It's staying out of foul trouble. 
staying out of foul trouble. We cannot have a scenario where, where Ashlyn Watkins is in foul trouble early. We can't have that. And the same goes for Chloe. The same goes for Sanaya because we don't have as many uh, uh, fouls to give. Okay? We don't have any, as many fouls to give. So the key, in my humble opinion, is for all three of these players to pick their shots, to pick their spots in regards to, to fouling. Swackers don't have to go up for every, every block. Because some of those blocks might be a foul. Okay, we don't have to do all that this, this, these couple games. We don't have to do that. We have to do all that. Now, I'm playing Missouri, and we'll discuss Missouri at length later. Playing Missouri, we already know it's going to be a physical game. If the refs call the game like they called the game on yesterday, there's going to be a problem for South Carolina. It's going to be a problem for Missouri, too, and they, Missouri's not as deep as us. But I just don't want to see a game where we are constantly listening to whistles. I don't want to see a game where Watkins is watching the basketball game like Camila Cardoza was yesterday in the first quarter. I don't want to see that. I want to see a basketball game where Carolina and Missouri are playing at their best and not hearing the referee's whistle, not so many stoppages of play. I want to see the best of these two teams. And I definitely want to see the best of those teams on Sunday against UConn. I want to see the best. Okay? Referees, swallow your whistle. Let the girls play. And we're going to be fine. And it's going to be a watchable game. Uh, and you're going to see the best that the girls could do. But if we see a whole lot of fouls like we saw yesterday, mm -mm. that's not good for basketball. It's not good for viewers. It's not good for followers of women's college basketball. It's not. It's not. So, um, Camila Cardoza, I wish you well. I wish you uh, health. I don't want to hear about no injuries uh, um, that happen with Brazil. I hope that uh, Brazil um, plays well and makes the Olympics. I hope that happens because we want to see more of Camila Cardoza. Definitely want to see it in the summer, you know, playing uh, for Olympic ball. But I also want her to be healthy so she can, you know, finish up the second half of her senior season and be great and be good to go um, for the tournament run. But ladies and gentlemen, we are fine. We are fine. This is the reason why you recruit well. This is the reason why you have so many five-star players on this team. One player goes down, another player steps up. And in this case, you have three players that are stepping up to take the role of Camila Cardoza. I believe in this team. I believe in the, I believe in Watkins. I believe in Kitts and I believe in Fagan. We will be fine. This concludes another episode of Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. I am your man, Captain Will. Continue to like, subscribe, and share. It really helps the uh, process grow. Uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to become a member of Captain Will's family, go to your computer, uh, go to my YouTube channel, hit the membership. Um, tab and follow the instructions. You are now rocking with the best. And since you're rocking with the best, come rock with your man, Captain Will. Let's go. Let's go.